Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to the Detail Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today I'm joined by a very special guest on the podcast. I have Ruth Anea on today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm so excited to hear more about your business. We were just chatting before we started recording, but Ruth and I have been following along with each other for such a long time. I think I even started following along with you before I started my business. I'm just obsessed with your business business and everything you do. And I'm just excited to learn more and hear more about it. So if you want to start off by giving the listeners just a brief background on yourself and kind of how you got started in your business. Yeah, sure. So I am the owner of Ruth Onea Illustrations. And basically what I do is commission-based work where clients send me photos and I paint from that. Or I also do live wedding paintings. So I go to weddings and I I sit in the corner and I pick a moment during the wedding. I started like a sophomore in college. I interned for a photographer and she was like, oh, you do watercolors. You should do some for my brides. And I started to do just a few for her. And then she asked me, you know, would you be interested in like selling these or like maybe expanding this in some way? I didn't know anything about business, but I was like, sure. So she started giving me clients and I was able to kind of just slowly grow my business when I was in college I built my Instagram and my clientele and really dive into the wedding industry which is where I wanted to be and in college I actually did graphic design so I was able to brand my whole business and just really not have to pay extra money for you know branding and things like that and so after college I did get a job in design and I was working in design and also still selling some pieces here and there but it was just a lot and we were let go due to COVID last year. And so I was just like, you know, I really enjoy this. I really like being my own boss and I love painting. And I just think I would really like to see what would happen if I gave it a shot where this is all I did. And so I didn't look for another job when they let us go. And I just continued painting and I got a few viral TikToks that really helped bring eyes to my work. And now I'm able to travel all over dates and paint gorgeous weddings and it's been hectic, but in the best way possible. I've really been enjoying what I do. Oh, that's amazing. Your story is really incredible. I find it interesting that you majored in graphic design because you clearly, even just going into college, had that passion for art and design and everything like that. And of course, graphic design is so different from the type of artwork that you do now. What kind of got you into watercolor to begin with at a pretty young age, I would say, if you were doing 
watercolor from even before you were in college? So watercolors, I think I did a project in like high school once. I think I had art class and the teacher was really great about giving us materials to like try. So I was able to try like pencil, watercolor, color pencil. But when I was in college and doing commission artwork, it was just kind of what was really popular at that time. My biggest strength was actually pencil and charcoal. So I'd never done watercolor before. But when I started doing it, it was very relaxing. And it was just, it was so different with the colors and the technique itself. And so I really enjoyed it. Nice. That's awesome. Your paintings amaze me because there's so much detail that goes into it. And I'm sure like any artist, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's just what I do. I kind of just work with it and it grows and develops. But like from the outside looking in, it's just like, how do you (laughs) manage to create these beautiful creations. It's incredible. Now, in terms of kind of getting into weddings, was it working with that photographer and doing some of her portraits of her brides and things like that, that kind of got you into weddings and thinking of doing live painting? How was that kind of process? So yes, she's the one who really opened me into the wedding world. I had never thought about it before. And in the beginning, when I was doing portraits, for some of her clients, I would do like pet portraits and also home portraits. So it kind of started with bouquets, cakes, and then I expanded there. And then just over time, I was trying to figure out what do I really enjoy the most in my subject? Is it pets? Is it the homes? Is it, you know, what exactly did I not get bored over, over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, the brides and grooms was just like, I love, I love love already. I just love mm-hmm. seeing people in love. Love, I love celebrating love and so it just felt right and all of them feel different and sometimes I get to paint really fun like like they're just moving or some of them they're in love and really close so it's just it all feels so personal and I really enjoyed that aspect of it and so I kind of focused myself towards that direction now with the live painting it didn't come from her I was mostly doing watercolor before that and that's also what the wedding industry liked was watercolor and when I graduated college, I wanted to try something that would be, will help with the income, something that I could do bigger portraits at the end of it and less projects if that makes sense yes (laughs) instead of 105 by 7 I'll do 20 16 by 20 and so I really wanted to condense and I found Maggie watch Maggie paint I don't know if you've seen her she is awesome and I reached out to her and I was just like hey can I get more details about how you got into it and do you like it and stuff like that she was awesome she gave me some pointers and then I reached out to the photographer that I interned for and I asked her if she could get me into a wedding I just needed one to try for free and she was able to get me into it and I tried it and I hated the first one but I said I'm going to give it another chance and then I did like two three weddings that were free just for me to really get the feel of it and I was able to really find that I did enjoy being in those spaces and I did enjoy painting large portrait of the moments and stuff like that. That is awesome. I can't imagine how nerve-wracking it must have been like the first time doing a live painting because even if like 
like you mentioned, like you did it for free, which I that takes off half the pressure. But all of the people there are watching you probably checking in being like, Oh my gosh, what does it look like? How were those emotions kind of that first wedding or even the first couple weddings navigating your first live painting? Because that is just so incredibly intimidating. Oh my goodness. It was a lot. It really was. I'm used to being at home painting by myself. Nobody's there. Nobody's watching over my shoulder. I can mess up and be okay. And so the first wedding, I was very nervous. I also wasn't really good at dimensions, not really the size of the people Mm -hmm. compared to the room. I wasn't good at placing people in spaces. And so I painted the whole place and I was like, oh, this looks great. And when I went to add the people, they were tiny because I just did too many details. (laughs) And that made me so anxious. And everybody was like, oh, this looks great. But in the back of my head, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going home and I'm going to throw this away. But it took a little bit of getting used to it. I'm also an introvert. I do not like busy spaces. I do not like going out like that. So I really wanted something to challenge that in me and something to get me out of my comfort zone. And this definitely got me out of my comfort zone in the best way possible. I, w- I wouldn't change anything. And I've, I've really been able to even grow how I socialize and go out, you know. So it was interesting. But now it's something I'm really comfortable with. I just, you know, I get really excited and I get my energy from the crowd as well and so Mm -hmm. it's definitely it's been growing I'm just hoping to get better from here so yeah yeah I can only imagine it's definitely interesting I didn't even think of the transition that you probably had to make mentally to working alone because same here anytime I work it's just alone quiet in my room no one's watching me no one's even if I'm recording a video for TikTok like I'm alone to being in such a grand space where you have so many eyes on you that definitely takes a lot of courage and stepping out of your comfort zone to do that when you do artwork for live paintings at weddings because I've always wondered this do you complete the entire piece there or is it like a partial project where you do most of the artwork there and then finish it up afterwards kind of how does that process work so it's definitely the second part (laughs) I do most of the artwork there I start and I kind of set the base for what what it should look like at the end. The placement of the people, the view of the room, and then I bring it home and I work on it for a few weeks. And it really just depends on the season. Sometimes I can have it for a month. Sometimes I can have it for three months. (laughs) So when I take it home, I'm able to have better lighting. So color correcting. Mm -hmm. I also use my ruler and fix some shapes. And also if their faces look wonky, I'm able to fix that and work on that. And sometimes they will request a little change afterwards and I'm able to change that for them and then I put a protective coat and then I ship it to the client. Nice. Oh wow. See, I would have never known there's so many little things about live painting and just watercolor in general that I just don't know about. But that makes so much more sense because especially the lighting thing, I didn't even think about that. How I'm sure so many weddings are very dim light, you know, nothing like studio light or natural light or anything along those lines. So I can only imagine how difficult (laughs) that must be. Now you mentioned that you travel now to do some live paintings. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, how was your first travel wedding? Because I'm sure that was pretty amazing. Someone booking you from like a different area just because they wanted you, yourself, and your unique artwork. That's pretty awesome. So my first travel wedding was quite exciting because it was California and I'm Birmingham, Alabama. (laughs) So it was definitely across the state. But yeah, it was really exciting. I 
kind of was freaking out a little bit because of the packing. I was like, how am I going to pack my clothes? How am I going to get my paintings there? It definitely took a little bit of planning and getting there and setting up the same way that I set up here. I wanted to make sure that nothing was, there was no drastic change from what they already see. I know it was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And California has great weather. So it was the best first traveling wedding I could ask for. That's so awesome. And you think that a lot of the travel weddings have come from like social media and TikTok and things like that. Definitely. TikTok is the one that helps me travel a lot. Most of my clients on Instagram are locally based or at least in the South. And so (laughs) whenever I do get booked, I can drive at least in the surrounding states here. But TikTok really has helped me go far places. And even this year, I have so many new places that I'm going to get to visit and I can thank them for that for sure. Wow, that is so exciting. When it comes to social media, since we're on the topic of social media, how have you seen social media kind of shape your business? I know we just mentioned the live paintings, but even just your commissioned work and your business on your website and things like that. Have you seen a shift through social media in your business? Yeah, I'll say social media for me is the most important part of like advertising my business. I don't really do any ads. I don't really like any paid ads or things like that. I have tried them in the past and most of the time they haven't worked out. And so social media has really been able to put more eyes on my work by, you know, people sharing just does so much. And using TikTok and Instagram together has been a game changer for me, especially like this past year when my TikToks did really well, that brought a wave of clients to my website. And then they also came and followed me on Instagram. And now I have new people on Instagram who are sharing my work as well. And it just really worked well together and definitely has helped grow my business. That's great. It's really crazy how social media can have such an effect on small business owners in such a short span of time, like growth wise, and really make big changes for someone's business kind of like overnight or just within a year. Have you felt so much more, I don't want to say confident because that's not the word, but since going full time, I'm sure that was a very scary move to make even if it wasn't your doing just taking on that new chapter have you felt more reassured in your business now that it has been a little while going full-time because I know even still I've been full-time for about a year and a half and there's still moments where it's like what am I doing what's going on it it can be crazy no for sure I can completely relate to that I really want to say I feel reassured now but it's still something in the back of my head you know what if we're not able to make it far or like what if this is just going to be a couple of years of me doing this and then I'm going to have to go back to working for somebody it's definitely something I'm trying to think positively about and just really look forward to the future with it and kind of see where I can grow from here because I don't think I'm going to be doing live paintings forever so what else do I want to do with my artwork I want to do original stuff and things like that so Really just trying to think about what more in the future do I want my art for people to see. Yeah, I like that. I know sometimes it's like, okay, let's plan for the future. And then you start thinking about it too much. And it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do for now. Let's just focus on now because it stresses me out to think about too, too far in the future. It is amazing that you have your graphic design background. One, first and foremost, for your business itself. Because I feel like, as you mentioned 
when you were briefly talking about it before, that's definitely helped you a lot, even just in the branding aspect. Like I can tell looking at your like branding and website and everything, it's just flown together so seamlessly. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I vaguely remember you doing a rebrand like a few years ago, possibly. So kind of talk us through that process. Yeah. So before they let us go, I was actually planning to quit. However, that worked out. So I was, I had been working on a rebrand because I just felt like if I quit, I wanted to be like a whole new shift. I wanted to change my image and how people saw my, my work. And so I really went through and I've always branded myself the way I think people would like to see me and not really the way I would like to see me. And so this time I focused on what do I like? What are my favorite colors? <laughs> what are my favorite fonts? You know? And so I, this this last branding that I did was very personal. I was able to really show my personality. I think it's a great reflection of who I am as a person. But yeah, it was it was really fun. It went really well, and so it's been also taken in very well by everybody. That's so great. I think it's so important, like you just mentioned, to shine your own personality and your own passions through your business and through your branding. And I can see through your branding not that I know you like super super well we just know each other through social media but I can see that it's a reflection of you it's a reflection of your work and your business and I think that's so important and so many times we get caught up with oh well what is everyone else doing or what does everyone want to see what's going to make me you know the most successful or make my business this, that, or the other thing. And I do think it's really important just to stick to what's true to yourself and what makes your personality shine through because I do think it means a lot more than people think. I was heavily focusing on the fact that I was in the wedding industry and I thought I had to look a certain way because there is a certain look that's Mm -hmm. in the wedding industry with the planners and the photographers and you know and so I felt like I had to fit in a certain box and not necessarily just kind of be myself I guess in the branding aspects of things yeah I totally get that I think that's a good takeaway for anyone listening who maybe just starting their business or kind of thinking about going through a rebrand is just to focus on yourself and what makes your personality shine well this has been so nice I've enjoyed chatting with you so much and just learning more about your business. I also love the fact that you travel because I'm definitely going to be telling my brides about you that I have. If you ever want to come take a trip to Newport, Rhode Island, it's very beautiful up here. We have lots of pretty wedding venues. Okay, yes. But at the end of every podcast episode, we have like a figurative detailed diary that we just write down a note of inspiration and basically just a lasting note to the listener of any inspiring thoughts. So if you have anything that you'd like to figuratively write down in your detailed diary, let us know. Yeah, I want to say that be patient and kind with yourself throughout the journey if you have a small business and also really enjoy the smaller milestones that you go through. So like your first sale, your 20th sale, then don't just focus on the big picture but because I feel like that can be distracting and mm-hmm. it can keep you from loving what you're doing because you're just so focused on what everything is going to look like at the end instead of enjoying as you're going through the motions and, you know, branding yourself and talking about yourself and things like that. So definitely 
enjoy the journey and be patient. That's perfect. Well, this has been such a pleasant interview. Thank you so much. I'm going to leave all of your information linked in the description of this podcast episode, as well as the show notes. So where everyone can find you, your website, your social media handles and everything like that. Do you want to say one more thing? Of course. For my commission artwork, I do watercolor. And then for my live paintings, I do them in acrylic, which are very forgiving. So that's why I do them in, in my live artwork. I can take it home and paint over it and stuff like that. Whereas watercolors are not as forgiving. So that's why I choose to do, do those at home where I can actually focus on all the into details. Awesome. Another fun fact, something I would never know as someone who doesn't work with those types of mediums at all i just find all of this so interesting (laughs) well thank you so much this has been wonderful and i look forward to just continuing to watch your business and being social media small business friends (laughs) same with you same with you bye I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detail Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detail Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.